0: Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Hello, Hal, do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal.
1: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I
0: think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal?
1: This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Hal.
1: I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Dragon's Lair, a fantasy adventure where you become a valiant knight on a quest to rescue the fair princess from the clutches of an evil dragon. You control the actions of a daring adventurer finding his way through the castle of a dark wizard who has enchanted
0: it with treacherous monsters and obstacles. In the mysterious caverns below the castle, your odyssey continues against the awesome forces that oppose your efforts to reach the dragon's lair.
1: Lead on, adventurer. Your quest awaits. Tyweb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav
0: Mateblanc transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can
1: you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me.
0: Hog money, yeah. yeah hog money will buy you some nice microphones. I was I was shocked when I saw how nice megan's were when i went over there to uh i don't know do tenen bombs or whatever she had them when you did um
1: to be honest i can't remember whatever remember the hell movie you did the headphones when oh. i did stuff with tc but i can't no you're right i did
0: have the uh the regular yeah, yeah. stand mics or whatever they're called i don't even remember what movie you did with her no country for old men that's right yeah. no country i bought the book i think i've got it in that giant tub of stuff. I never have read it.
1: I heard it's not that great compared to So Blood
0: Meridian. Yep. Or our default.
1: And I still haven't still haven't read was it all the pretty horses in the yeah. Border Trilogy. I do that kind of thing all the time. Like I'll go for the best of an artist's work, like a musician or, sure. or an author, get the first thing like the greatest hits, and then you can't go back to the second best or the third best just because you know it's not going to compare you know to their best work.
0: I, I see what you're saying. I think I probably historically have gone back for music, but I do find it harder with authors and directors. Yeah. It's not
1: going to get any better than this. So right. Why try? And, and
0: I've tried and I probably usually have been disappointed because like you said, if you get the taste of the the gold, it's really hard to deal with the silver and the bronze. Well, this is uh, Can You Hear Me? The podcast that's usually three guys, supposedly, but two of those sons of bitches are off in the ether somewhere. And so instead, I've got longtime friend of the show, Professor Brad, to help me out. And I, of course, am Gustav Monteblanc. You can find me on Twitter at RealGustav. And Brad, if they want to contact you, how would they do so?
1: Bits are fun. B B I T
0: S A R E F U N? Yes. And you actually are a uh award winning author,
1: yes, two awards, two awards, two awards major awards major
0: now well, I well hey, I've never won any awards for anything I've written, so take three awards, three awards,
1: three awards twenty five hundred bucks, five hundred
0: bucks, twelve hundred bucks
1: cash prizes and cash fact. prizes,
0: and you also host the below the belt podcast, which on the, is in
1: no way award winning
0: on the blowout podcast network.
1: Which is man, I'm so intimidated now because we're doing the exact same we've always done since the beginning, but the network itself, everybody else, like it's just someone so fantastic these days.
0: And is it really everybody or is it just two of the the lead horses pulling the the team?
1: Well it's T C and Jake now, but Dragon Bragg gets five times their numbers during Game of Thrones season. Yeah, but they're not gonna have
0: Game of Thrones for a whole year, so they're gonna be just sucking water
1: yeah. So I, I guess you're right. I mean, it's primarily TC and Jake, but Dragon Bragg close second. And then me and Ryan, everybody else, right, way far behind, but they're doing so fantastic. And I, I say we meaning, you know, cause I kind of am on there, right. but not really, but, um, it's really intimidating knowing how many people listen to the network and, uh, and just how much of a, uh, how shitty I, I am in, in, in getting the podcast out, you know?
0: Well, I, you know, I, I listen to IGB every week. I listen to Drag and Brag eventually. I may not hit it every week. And I listen to y'all every week. And I usually listen to Partial Recall every week. And everybody else, with the exception of Megan's movie podcast, it's a hit or miss thing. Now, Megan, I don't listen to her new movie stuff.
1: Because you don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to have
0: anything now. If like I went and saw Star Wars last night, so I'll go back and listen to her Star Wars thing. But she knows it because I tell it to her and rub her nose in it. I will not listen to her new stuff. So
1: okay, that's the old classic. Just the old classic movies. Okay, and
0: I'm you know I lobby to try to get her to do crazy movies and movies that only I've watched. But she she won't go for it. Yeah,
1: she doesn't. I, I think I recommended some wild ass ones, but she oh, yeah, she didn't yeah. any part I, in I, it.
0: She sent me the list that you recommended. That it, it was definitely wild ass. Brokeback Mountain. No, that wasn't one of the wild ass ones. I think you were doing like trauma films. I don't even remember. They, I'm, I'm sure they're they they're, were they were bits. Okay. Okay, some of them and I'm oh yeah,
1: like I think i I made up movies like called Beef or something with yeah. a movie it wasn't a real thing so movies yes. that
0: either didn't exist or you'd certainly never watched yeah, yeah, I was definitely doing doing bits there I throw out like 1950s and 1960s obscure at least to us foreign films, and I know that nobody's seen them, let alone her so um, she keeps shooting those down every time I bring those up. I need to
1: get your recommendations for some 70s movies cuz as I get older I'm willing to go back further in time to watch movies like, you know, as a kid if it was before my birth I didn't want to see it, you know. Yeah,
0: no I, I there um I think TC doesn't like movies where computers don't exist yet.
1: That makes sense. Yep. Star Wars is right about the time from Star Wars on. Generally that's what I've watched and that's right around my birthday right.
0: is is uh, um Star Wars. On the flip side, and maybe this is just my anachronistic nature, I don't like movies after computers become what they are now. Mm-hmm. So, like *Phantom Menace*, on well, no, more like uh, like if you made a science fiction movie now, I would be that was computer focused. I would be less interested than if you made that same or if you made a movie of the same sort and genre 30 years ago explain and this ties back to printed science fiction i really like old ray bradbury robert heinlein um Kurt vonnegut would Kurt vonnegut falls into that i can't think of the guy that wrote dune for some reason right now dr dune uh no. herbert uh, all these guys herbert that dune. Uh, that wrote where computers did exist but they were the size of you know high school gymnasiums and all they really were doing were crunching numbers. They had computers sometimes in their work. Sometimes they didn't like Frank Herbert in the Dune books. There was an entire underlying thing where computers were bad and had been destroyed because they overtook man in the past. And so everything was outside of computers. You had human thinkers that could do the processes, but you couldn't have a computer that thought and I like that where it's still story driven and it's character driven, but the technology hasn't become a character in the story, if that makes sense.
1: Well, is it that you don't like the technology because it gets rid of isolation? Like, because we live in a world where, where almost anywhere you go, you're connected because of technology.
0: I, I had this, I, I was against this even before. Now, probably the tipping point, and I do love the movie, even though it's. Flawed, but two thousand and one with Hal the supercomputer, that kind of is the the point where I'm like, eh, this is starting to get outside of what I like. Did
1: I tell you was it last time I told you about when they tried to show that in my science fiction class in high school? They no, started I, a science fiction class, junior year of high school. I swear it was with you, but I'll I'll tell it. I the, don't
0: remember it, but go okay. ahead.
1: So we I had this teacher, she would wear leather, she would look out the window, it was the last class of the day. At the time, I'm thinking this woman's like 80 years old, but in, in real life, she's probably late 30s, or early right. 40s. But she would look out the window for her boyfriend coming up on the motorcycle to the front of the school, and she was so excited. But you looked at her face. We beat this poor woman down so much, and she would give us these assignments, and you know we just blow them off, and we just talked her in the class. But one time, I think she just was fed up. She's like, "All right, we're watching a movie." She put in 2001: Space Odyssey. And like we watched it the first day, but the next day of class, we get in there, and everybody's like, oh, we're groaning because it was just so boring to our right. teenage brains. And we're like, oh, do we have to watch that again? And I just remember her going, fine, we don't have to watch it again. And she went in there, and she ripped the the tape out, and she threw that shit to the ground. Awesome. And it stuck in my brain because uh, the leather motorcycle woman uh, just finally got
0: fed up with us. It is a boring movie. And that was a boring story, too. No, no, I, I'm amused by it. And I don't give a rat's ass about what anybody else thinks. Okay. Especially after I've done three weeks of solo episodes, which are boring in themselves. So I was so thankful when you asked if, you know, we wanted to do something. 2001 is absolutely a boring movie, but it's boring to me in a, a realistic way. I mean, I would imagine being in space is fucking boring as hell. And nothing's happening for days and weeks. And then, you know, you kind of have this anticlimactic acid trip at the end. You know, it starts off boring with the apes, which I think, you know, primitive life was probably pretty damn boring, too. Then you have a little bit of happening and then you're back to boring and then it goes weird. Now, I wouldn't recommend anybody to go watch the movie. I'll watch it about once every year or two just because I'm a masochist, maybe. Yeah. Now, at the time, I think it was groundbreaking, because nobody had ever made anything that looked like that, and how this talking, thinking computer, that was unheard of. But it's not a great movie, by any means.
1: What about Clockwork Orange? That movie led to the first time I had my penis touched by a female. Well... Do Do you find that entertaining?
0: Well, the idea of you getting your penis touched by a female... Is intriguing. I don't know if that's entertaining to me because okay. I just imagine the the awkwardness that ensues. Not, Boy, it was
1: it was crazy awkward.
0: But the movie itself, and I haven't watched it in several years. It's not enjoyable because yes. it's, it, it's it's it was awful. It's 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 just uncomfortable from start to finish. Yes. and I think it's supposed to be that way. But you know, Stanley Kubrick. I haven't seen every Stanley Kubrick movie. In Clockwork Orange is Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Okay. Right. Right, just... So two thousand and one. Stanley Kubrick, Clockwork Orange. Shining. The Shining. Eyes Wide Shut. Oops, I've never seen that. Yeah. You know, unless you want to see Nicole Kidman naked, which, you know. You got but, the internet. Um, Dr. Strangelove is about the only one that, that I, I want to. really enjoy. Yep. All the rest of them, there's parts of it. I mean, Shining is good, but it's not like something you watch. You're like, man, yeah, we get to watch Shining today. It's more like, ugh, because it, it makes you uncomfortable. All the... 2001 makes you uncomfortable because of the boringness. Clockwork Orange is uncomfortable because of the violence and the sexual depravity. The Shining is disturbing because of the murder and all that. And then Eyes Wide Shut for the t- bad Tom Cruise acting, but also the uneasy sex and, sex and weirdness of that. I, I need to go back and look and see if what else I'm missing. You know, yeah. some, Although some people say he f- helped fake the moon landing.
1: I I I watched a documentary about how the uh uh shining was re- um him saying I'm
0: sorry for that or right. whatever. That's pretty crazy, but you know, I I do believe we went to the moon, but that's one of those things that I'm always amused by. Did you ever see and I bet you didn't, but there was a a movie called Capricorn One where it was about the moon landing being faked. No. But it wasn't the Apollo stuff, it was this different
1: I'm getting a déjà vu because I swear we talked about we this have, last time might, too. We, we might may have be talked having about the exact, exact same conversation, or there's holes in my brain.
0: I'm okay. We probably did talk about Capricorn one, but okay. how great would it be if we had? And it's too late now. If we had done an exact transcript of that previous episode with just a few things changed, I don't know. I don't know that if would've, anybody would have noticed. That would have been the ultimate troll level. That would have been like your greatest work effort effort.
1: Well, then, why do we could just take the old audio and just put it back again and say this is an all new episode? I have a feeling that
0: I'm more amused by the idea of it than the actual yeah, execution. No, it would be a,
1: a terrible, terrible. There'd execution. be a couple of
0: people that would be pick up on
1: it. I think most it. people would pick up on it, but actually.
0: We've got a lot of new listeners since the last time you and I just did. And here I am boring them. You're, you're not, no, asking not exciting stuff. No, I offered people, a penis story. Okay, well, we'll get back I don't want to wanna penis. tell no, penis no, story anymore. I want to hear about your penis story. I don't want to, there's
1: nothing to it. This, like it, it's now it's, they make a big deal about going back to tell well, it.
0: Okay, did she touch it? Was it direct contact, skin to skin, or was it just through the pants?
1: No. It, 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 all right. So this was junior year of high school, which I hate to admit, but maybe junior year of high school, something like that. Clockwork horns is on. I was like, this is boring. We started walking out. We made. Is this out. in the class? No, no. This is oh. at my uh, step grandmother's house. Who would go out of town, and then we'd break into her house to party. Gotcha and um so we were doing that and, oh no w- my uncle doobie might have been there we would get him to buy
0: alcohol we did talk about uncle dooby we did talk time. about uncle
1: doobie and so he would uh he would he would uh, uh we're drinking and then i th- i went into his room with this girl and and we started making out one thing led to another um in the morning uncle doobie when i woke up me and the girl walked out what the fuck did he say he said did you guys bone in my room or something like that? Right. I, I'm not saying it as cool as he did, but there there was something very Uncle, Uncle Doobie-esque.
0: How old? Was, so you were, you know, 16, 16, 17, something how like that. How old was Uncle Doobie at that point? Thirty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a piece of
1: garbage. I, I, we might have talked about this last we time did. as well. Yeah. How at the time he was the coolest dude ever, but in retrospect, it's it's uh that's not a cool guy that you you really want to be hanging <laughs> out with.
0: And. and I think everybody's got elements of like that where you look back and you're like, holy shit. You know, there were, um, some guys that Ty and I used to work with that were white trash and we knew it, but it wasn't, but you kind of like, you were around them and you got to not really know them, but you, you were amused by them and stuff. You weren't hanging out with them outside of work, but you're like, yeah, you know? And then like a couple of years later, it's like, well, he's a registered sex offender now. And you're like, Oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense
1: yep, yeah, all right and And there was at least three or four times where you said to yourself in high school, that guy's got it all figured out,
0: uh, not that guy, no, but wow, okay, but Uncle Doobie, maybe, but no, I mean, these guys we knew were we we're,
1: we're, were not'
0: not, but not good, you, okay. but you at least you tolerated them. you didn't you weren't focusing in on, yeah, he's probably gonna try to have sex with an underage girl, you know, yeah, type thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the they've got it all figured out thought is I remember that crossed into my head quite a few times in high school for people that uh, I wouldn't say the same thing about these days. Well,
0: not, there were probably some like when you're a freshman, there's probably people that are seniors that you definitely think that. And then in hindsight, it hadn't worked out real well for them. Yeah, certainly those guys. Yeah. but I think there's a lot of uh, late 80s Robin Williams, Kurt Russell type movies m- made about those people.
1: Yeah. Like what? What do you mean, Get them? Uh, then like well, the, Billy uh, Madison, or, not
0: like uh, like best of times where you've got the, uh, the football, the, cap, the captain jock, you know, and he's you know never he's great at high school, but he never washes out in college, and you know nothing ever happens, and he's still at home, yeah, and thinking about high school that, and everything, throwing that uh, football over that mountain, Uncle yeah, Rico well, type stuff,
1: yeah. Whereas
0: us, look at us, we're just tearing the world up.
1: We started from the bottom, and we're. Our perspective is good because we slowly moved up, so things are slow. Well, for me, well, it's you, been on a pretty flat platform or slow.
0: I mean, hey, who amongst this audience has won three major awards? I'm sure,
1: but they they get paid way more than me. So there, like, there's probably a couple. You add those awards onto um my paycheck, and people, the average of the people listening to this, ninety percent of them still make more than me. With that, okay, be?
0: well, that's true. That's probably true.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: but. They haven't, you know their their book does not adorn the Monte Blanc bookcase.
1: Well, like, you
0: know? I, I, right. I guess that's a victory. You know, I'll take a, what I can get. Take what you can get. Yeah, they didn't get their penis touched during Clockwork Orange. Dude, the girl was not very attractive. Does it really matter at that age?
1: Yeah, I was. I was kind of embarrassed the next day. I didn't want to. I didn't want to see her or right. like the, the Monday in class and like. Not only that, I didn't want to see her because I didn't want a lot of people to find out, but I had a buddy that really liked her. Um, and he had just left when, when all that stuff went down. So I tried to avoid her. I tried to avoid him and it was just, uh, it was just a disaster. So that was an unfortunate situation because it almost cost me a friend and, um, I had to walk the opposite way around school, like an extra five minute walk to avoid her every day. So just like the rest of my life, it, it, it had a, a horrible ending.
0: Man, well, so thanks for thanks for joining us this week. And I guess we'll uh second. <laughs> we're going to end on that. Well, I, no, I, no, we're not. I
1: think going. I think that's what I bring to the blowout network is that uh I'm I'm the uh the guy that hey, everybody's doing better than him, so let's just go ahead
0: and No, um, I I mean, no.
1: Okay. No. I right. mean,
0: if we need to diagram everything out the blowout the blowout podcast uh crew I. I think you're doing okay.
1: All right, well, good. All right, well, yeah. I'll I'll leave it at that because I, I have a feeling you don't want to go any further. But... No, I don't want to go any further. Okay, but
0: you know, I, th- I think you're doing all right overall. I mean, you're almost at, or is that why you're doing the retrospective? Because you're at your two year mark.
1: Well, we're at uh, yeah, hundred episodes, two years, and um, trying to find the best the best stuff, and it's taken forever. Like I I meant to have this out two weeks ago, and it it's I've only got like. 30 minutes of stuff just because we don't have very many good best of moments. And then it's just taking a lot longer than I thought going back and listening to all
0: this stuff. Well, so, you know, I do a best of each year. And so we've done two now because we came out a little bit after you guys. So our two year anniversary isn't until February. But I, I fully empathize with you because it takes a good it took me a good 10, 12 hours, I think. To do this year's episode, and that was with people telling me, "Oh yeah, go get this piece." And I do notes that are sometimes pretty good. I I was able to at least go, you know, narrow it down. But crap, it's it, it felt, and I don't want to uh, take away anything of what goes into giving birth to a child. But I did feel like my two absentee fathers had came and dropped their load a couple of months ago, and I spent nine months pushing this damn baby out to go do this piece of it and you know i was a little uh heavy and tire off playing golf yeah well heavy's off running a trap line somewhere and ties on quote-unquote vacation for a couple of weeks so yeah i i and they'll swing in at the kid's birthday with a pack of cigs and a (laughs) you know unwrapped toy in a couple of weeks and be oh yeah it's great but so, I do appreciate you helping out because I was tired of talking to myself. The for those, uh, uh, solo episodes.
1: There was one in there that I, I really enjoyed the 72 hour kit. That's something I found valuable, but you know, that wasn't the the big one, the, the good one I liked. The one, what was the one after that?
0: The uh, one time pad and the uh, number stations. The number station one. Yeah, I, I
1: thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm fascinated by that. I don't think I did justice to it because. It goes so much deeper and it goes into all that radio mumbo jumbo that I don't even understand technically because I'm not a radio operator. So that gets into a piece that's even more fascinating if you really know about it. I still would like to get a shortwave radio someday and, you know, see what I could pick up. Uh, A couple of weeks, well, months ago now, I bought a old desktop CB set at the Goodwill for five bucks, but I barely heard anything on it. Nobody uh, uses it anymore i I think it may just be the crappy antenna that I have with okay. it, or it could be the age of it, and something's not quite right, but I've heard just a little bit, but
1: you know, I got good news on on the trucker front i went I drove by on Christmas day. I was going out to no Christmas Eve, I guess it was going out to my mom's house she lives a little bit west of Fort Worth, passed by at least one I think actually it was two different adult. Uh, video stores. Uh, and, and they were all thriving. It appeared there right. was a lot of people in there. And these aren't the you know condom sense or the sex. Well, these stuff, are
0: actual just
1: dirt. You know, DVDs, VHS. There's probably still a couple of those in there. There are people lining up on Christmas Eve at, at that place. Well, that made me happy to see that.
0: That that does make me happy because you know the big one out on out by Sanger, uh, was DW on 35. That one closed down a couple of years yes, ago. We, yeah, me and KJ talked, talked about that yeah. last week, yeah. And that made me sad when I drove by and saw that was gone. Although I think the one across uh, over uh, across in Oklahoma is still open. Well, that's the, good news. Yeah, I think that one. I was at
1: a uh, the one by a Fort Worth Alliance airport, and people outside DFW probably don't know what we're talking about. But do you remember there used to be, and I've talked about this before, there used to be a strip club called showcase and there was just a flashing nude sign by by alliance airport
0: i don't know that one but i don't i haven't spent much time running around that area as much i've been up dropped by alliance every once in a while
1: well there used to be a porn store right there off of uh 35w i might have the wrong porn store but i went in there just for research i can't remember what the reason i went right. in for but not not certainly to look for porn but while i was in there there was this old lady behind the counter, just beaten down, you know, probably hundred pounds too big behind the counter. And there was this young girl that was probably nineteen years old, you know, just sure she's just coming from the trailer park. She needs a job, and she's trying to apply for a job at this porn store. Right. And this is one of the places with the arcades in the back. Oh
0: yeah, so you know it's what's you know going it's on. There. Extra good, yeah.
1: In the. uh this lady was sitting there trying to talk this girl out of not applying here. She's like, honey, do you know what you have to clean back there? Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, I know, I just really need a job. And she's like, uh, you know, you're going to have to be sometimes in here alone. And it made me just feel like such a horrible person because uh,
0: you're uh, part of the problem.
1: Not the arcade problem. Sure. But but uh um yeah. So anyway, I, I got the hell out of there. I was really embarrassed.
0: And I'm probably repeating myself now, but I remember when we were kids, on the way to Arlington, there was a Wrangler's Adult Arcade, hmm. and it was some kind of a, you know, porn shop with the booths and everything. Not that we ever got to stop, but you would see it, and that was back when arcades were big. Oh, yep. And you would see that, just the word arcade, and you're like, why can't we stop there? That place is huge, you know? Like, no, can't stop. So I don't I don't even remember where that was. It was somewhere around Louisville, but back before Louisville grew up, maybe on the north side.
1: Yeah, I think that might have me me and KJ might have talked about that place. Was it north of six thirty five and thirty five right there?
0: I don't remember where it was. I just remember it was it was you saw it around Louisville. Back before one it was this long, long ago. Before one twenty one was turned into a toll road. and One hundred and twenty-one only went through Louisville proper.
1: Oh, well, shit! I oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've ever been there before. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't. Mean, I, I couldn't. even I mean, I guess if I went looking for it, I could. might
1: I think it might still be around. Really? Yeah, I think it might still be around. It's um. There's a gas station right there. It's business one hundred and twenty-one. Because there
0: was nothing back then. It was just out by itself, yep. and we were always very uh, intrigued by it. Anything mm. with the words "dolt." Arcade because we wanted to go play some Pac Man. But did you ever play Leisure Suit Larry?
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I love Leisure Suit Larry. i And as a kid, you thought you're getting Leisure Suit Larry and, and it's just going to be like boobs everywhere. And you thought it was just going to be the most exciting experience of your life. But it's asking adult humor. I remember there was a, a code thing just to get in where it would ask you trivia questions right. about like 70s movies or 60s movies, stuff that kids wouldn't, right. wouldn't know. And we had, I can't even remember, because the internet wasn't around how we would find the answers to those questions, Yeah, but that would usually take a long time.
0: So Leisure Suit Larry was made by Sierra, which was a huge game company back in the 80s, and they made things like King's Quest. Space Quest. Space Quest, Police Quest. So all these legitimate, quote-unquote, family titles that were all, you know, what, 8-bit pixel originally, and they were... Very much quest story, and you had to figure out a little puzzle, and you'd walk your character here and there, and pick up items and whatnot, and have some dialogue, cutscene-type things that were really crude. But Leisure Suit Larry was the adult version, and I don't even remember how many iterations they made of it. I know it was a bunch.
1: I think it's six or seven. Six or seven. One or two of them were actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. Over time, they actually got to be... And then I just admitted
1: that I played most of the Leisure Suit Larry I know I played a
0: couple of the early ones. I don't think I played... Anything past maybe three or four, but the first one, there would be some boobs, eight bit pixel boobs, and it would be like profile, and it looked awful. But at I don't know thirteen or twelve or whatever age, that was like the best thing ever, incredible. And then when they you actually accomplished whatever you needed to to actually get Larry laid, I think we thought like you know it was the second coming because it was going to be the greatest thing ever, and then all you got was Larry climbs on some old broad and you get a black bar that says censored and it goes up and down, the bar shrank and you know, grew as he pumps her.
1: Well hold on, there was one other tiny little bit you got at the end. You go into the jacuzzi and you saw part of the top of a girl's nipples. See, I think that was two.
0: I don't know about that. I don't that. think I don't think number one you did. I could be wrong. Okay. I, I I'll I'll fully admit that I could be wrong. But I thought that was in one of the second or the third one that she actually got to see it. Because it was like a, a full screen uh, of the girl. And, y- yeah, you could see the boob kind of rising yeah. up there. I don't remember what version that was. I'm sure somebody out there.
1: I'm pretty sure it's one because I don't think I ever played two or three.
0: I, I could be wrong. You just jumped that. straight to six and seven and eight.
1: Well, there's five and six, I think. So I, I went two to – and there was no four. There's no four.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: he said after three came out, I I don't know how the fuck i I managed to maintain this knowledge, but the creator, Al Lowe, I know I don't know how I, I know his name, but he said I'm never making a leisure suit Larry four and he kept saying it and then he wanted to make a new leisure suit Larry and so, so he, he jumped said
0: Yeah, I'm going to five. Kind of like the thirteenth floor at hotels and
1: something. It like doesn't that, exist. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, I I would still play it, like if I I'm sure I could go out there and find it and run it on some emulator or something on DOS and it would work, but I don't know if that I would want to. It might ruin the uh Well, they recreated watching.
1: it in Modern Graphics recently. Really? Yeah, and I think I tried to play it, but it was so, such a beatdown compared to today's games where you can do just about anything. Here, you're, you're going into an alleyway and you just walk into an alleyway and it's like, you're fucking dead because there's a knife guy here. How the fuck didn't you know that? You know, like, right. which old Sierra games would kill you for... Yes walking the wrong direction. So I think I got annoyed with it pretty quick.
0: I could see that. Now, speaking of killing you very quickly, and this may be before you, because I'm a little bit older. Did you ever play Dragon's Lair?
1: Yeah, I, once or twice. It was at the arcade. I quickly learned what, right. what you're about to explain. So
0: Dragon's Lair, and I can't remember the other two. They made three. Maybe it was just two. One was a space one. But Dragon's Lair was a laser disc based game. That so it had regular, smooth, clean animation. Probably about 1984, 83 when they made them, and it was the fastest way to eat quarters in your world. Because if you didn't get things just exactly right, you died in a heartbeat. And the cutscenes for your death were always impressive, but I don't think I ever lasted more than maybe 30 seconds on it, and it was so disappointing. Because it was in all the ma- the geek magazines at the time, and you'd go to the arcade, and people would be just you know would have their quarters lined up on it, you wouldn't even have a chance. And then when you finally did, it was just a kick in the nuts because you die instantly. Yep. And a couple of months ago, I went to one of those retro arcades where you pay like ten bucks. Great, it's fantastic. Yep. And I took one of the kids, and you know it was twenty bucks for the two of us, and we played. For about an hour and a half, two hours until you we were done. You just walk away happy as can be. But they had Dragon Slayer. And I played it and played it and played it. And I got about a minute and a half in. And I felt like I'd, you know, just run a marathon because I'd accomplished so much compared to me dying instantly as a child over and over and over.
1: Well, that's awesome. I bet a minute and a half ends probably 90% through the game.
0: I don't know. I You, you pick up some of the patterns, but you still could never get were you know to anything i didn't yeah there's probably some you know 13 year old that goes in there and masters it now because there's so much better at games yeah you play overwatch a lot yeah that's all that's all i do for fun really and my kids have an xbox and i've played a little bit on it i played uh, to your recommendation red dead redemption i enjoy that and i play battlefield one because i like the history aspect and it's from a gear standpoint and a look, it's very accurate. Now they, they get yep. a couple of things where they get off you know, the rails. It wouldn't be
1: fun if you did actually no, no. World War One.
0: But overall yep. it's very aesthetically accurate, I think. But my kids, my boys, especially my 13 year old, I feel like I'm an old man when I play with him because he's just so much more accurate and faster than I am. And it's just, it's, Sad to me that I'm turning, and I know I'm an old man, but I'm really, I can see it right then. Like, normally I just think, of, oh, you know, I'm fine. But watching that, I can't hold a candle. Like, if I had to do, uh, I don't play Overwatch, I've tried it. Yeah. There's no way I could do any type of player versus player type where that's the only thing. Like, I, if I play Battlefield, at least I, and I always play in like some type of support role, like medic that's or. That's what the old
1: people are, where relegated to support cuz that's all I
0: can do yeah. that's the only way I can be productive cuz I'm going to die in a heartbeat I can't snap somebody from half a mile away I can't be fast as assault I just have to do support yep and that was when they got that and I started playing with them that was very demoralizing to me it's it's
1: it's hard man and and the thing is I play this so much that like I actually want to be good at it but I'm maybe average at best, you know, and like, I don't know if there's anything I could do to be better than at, like maybe I can train and hire a coach or something and get slightly above average, but I don't think I possess the skills to be really good. right? And I mean, I don't know why that offends me so much because I, I couldn't be a professional basketball player. I couldn't be, you know, football player, whatever. But it, you know, this is something I can pass. I'm, passionate about i do a long time and I'm, i'm just not as good as some jerk off kid sitting at home you know
0: yeah it's one of those things i i was very i was very reticent about when we first got the xbox because up until then all they'd ever had was a wii yep and there wasn't anything that was online multiplayer and at first i was like oh no you know it's gonna be some 13 year old cussing them out you know but then I realized, okay, you can turn off the, yeah. the mics, and I am like, okay, that's better. But still, if you play it like on Battlefield, I just get killed by the same son of a bitch over and over and over. And, you know, they're level 100, and I'm level like 16 or something. And I know how much time I wasted just doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck do you do? And I realize it's some damn kid sitting at home, just grinding through up all night on Mountain Dew. Well. Or. It's some, you know, guy in an apartment, you know, eating coconut yogurt.
1: (laughs) Or, yeah, it's me. It's me, essentially. But but I I don't get on the comms or anything like that. Although I did the other day. I, I have the headphones, and somebody was yelling at me, like, hey, why aren't you over there? Why aren't you doing this? And it's because I physically couldn't, the character couldn't jump somewhere. And I plugged the headphone in, and I, I yelled at the person. Right, and I, I'm I'm ashamed of myself. Now, so.
0: when you play with Harper from the, I uh, do on the, the yeah yeah podcast to be named later.
1: Y'all, I'll get on y'all the headphones. Yeah. yeah,
0: But that's that's somebody you know. Yeah. That's one of those things where if I knew somebody, and that might be different. But even then, I don't know. But yeah, I'm, i It made me realize I'm old. Yeah, and I just it's need right. a. I don't need a a hard fast game where I'm going to be owned.
1: Well, that that makes me uh, want to ask you a question. Because no matter how much I talk about it, I probably spend half an hour a day on average on Overwatch. I don't even think it's that much. That's I,
0: not very much.
1: Yeah, I, I try to get a, a game or two if I, a night if I can, which is about 15 minutes apiece. But I don't do that. I don't watch TV as much as I used to, maybe an hour. So at the end of the night, usually two hours maybe I'll, I'll spend video games, TV combined. And I don't have nearly the amount of work I used to have, but I can't do anything near what I used to be able to do in in a day. Like, I don't know where the fuck the time is going. Oh, I can see that. But like I get up in the morning, like this morning, I woke up at 730 and I said, I got to get this stuff written. I got to get this done, this done, this done. I'm not don't have anything done by 930. I'm not I'm, I'm wandering around trying to make breakfast. I'm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, looking at the phone, but I'm not working until 10. Then I don't get very much done till noon. Then I almost got to eat lunch. Now I got to do the dishes. Now I got to do whatever until you get over here. Like I've got nothing done today. And it's like the third day in a row where I could if I would be able to work like I, I feel I used to be able to work. I'd gotten everything done I needed to do for the next month, but I can't. I cannot do it. I, I right. don't know what the fuck's the matter with me. You're a person that accomplishes things. Well,
0: let's let's tap the brakes. Okay. You you have and you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, something about, you know, I think it was when you and KJ were yes. on. And I thought, well, I can be. Okay. I don't always fit into that. And here lately I've had a I've had a pretty busy year where I've been at home working, which is unusual in my career, and because of that, then I've picked up more of the chores and things around the house and things. But I myself don't feel like I get as much done as I could. Like I've hardly read anything this year. That's another thing, and that bothers the hell out of me. I I
1: I, I don't know if it's I'm I'm sorry I interrupted no, you, no, but that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Like it's I I've probably read this past year six books like and that's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean like You're for doing, my job yeah. it should be I should be doing a book a week book every two weeks right. or something.
0: You're doing better than me and I, I still buy books like I'll go to the thrift store and I'll say oh I need to get this because I'm going to read that and they just start stacking up mm-hmm. and stacking up and stacking up. Now when I go on the road again I'll have more time where I don't have anything else I can do except work out or, or work work mm-hmm. and then I'll pick up some but to me, now, like, I didn't have anything to do today. And because I have been so engaged and so full tilt for the last few months, I sat and I played some zombie game that the kids bought called Seven Days to Die, where you're trying to survive every seven days. There's, like, a horde of zombies. I played that all day. See, I can't... And, and I look back, and I'm like, I know all these things that I need to do. yeah and not just like oh big projects i mean there's like a a mountain of laundry that i need to put away there's clutter in the dining room that i need to put away now there's things outside i didn't want to be doing cuz it's yeah. cold but there were things inside i could do but because i'd been so engaged and so focused i just let myself just
1: but you had fun at least like i'm not even having fun i'm not I playing. did have
0: a little bit of fun I'm now i'm not
1: watching tv and i'm not playing video games i'm sitting in front of the computer and then just time disappears. Like I, I, I'm actually sitting there trying to read and write on something, but something that would take me three minutes before to write is taking me fifteen minutes. Like a, a single line or something. Right. And I'm just getting lost
0: and crap. And now the damn phone is is a problem very for me. Good. Yeah, me too. And because I've gotten better at it, but it's still. I'm, I've gotten worse. Okay. Between you know Twitter and oh, I'll think of something that totally you know, just non sequitur Then I got to go look this up and see who was in, you know, blackula or whatever in 1973 or things like that. Yeah. It's just a constant thing. Now, if I can put it away and not, have it in my pocket and are not trying to, you know, talk to somebody. But then I feel bad because there's people that may want, you know, there's a lot of jackassery, but there's people that have actual legitimate things they want to say at the same time. So I feel bad if I went and put it in the other room and didn't respond to somebody that had wanted something for pressing. This token
1: can fantasy you'll never forget. With this token, you can live a dream and be what you want to be in the game room at Connecticut Golf Land. With the drop of this token, you can travel the universe, race the Grand Prix, or play for the New York Yankees. You can live out your fantasies in the game room at Connecticut Golf Land. A cup of tokens can provide you with hours of fun and excitement. Live out your fantasies at Connecticut Golf Land, Route 83, Vernon. Good
0: morning. Good morning, Missus. How are you feeling today? Fine, fine. Good. May I? I'm Dr. Taylor. I haven't seen you before. I'm your psychiatrist. Psychiatrist? Do I need one? Just part of hospital routine. What are we going to do? Talk about my sex life? Oh, no. I'm going to show you some slides, and you're going to tell me what you think about them. All right? Oh, jolly good. Do you know anything about dreams? Something, yes. Do you know what they mean? Perhaps. Are you concerned about something? No, no, not concerned, really, but uh, I've been having this very nasty dream. Very nasty. It's like, um... Well, when I was all smashed up, you know, and, and half awake and unconscious-like, I kept having this dream. You know, like all these doctors were playing around with me, Gulliver. You know, like the inside of my brain. I seem to have this dream over and over again. Do you think it means anything? Patients who sustain the kind of injuries you have often have dreams of this sort. It's all part of the recovery process. Ah. Now then, each of these slides needs a reply from one of the people in the picture. You tell me what you think the person would say. All right? Righty right. Isn't the plumage beautiful? I just say what the other person would say. Yes. Isn't the plumage Beautiful. Oh, yes, well, don't think about it too long. Just say the first thing that pops into your mind. Cabbages, knickers. Uh, it's not got a, a beak. Good. <laughs> the boy you always quarrelled with is seriously ill? My mind is a blank. Uh, the... Bo- and I'll smash your face for you, ya blockos. <laughs> Good. <laughs> What do you want? Uh, no time for the old in and out, love. I've just come to read the meter. Good. You sold me a crummy watch. I want my money back. You know what you can do with that watch? Stick it up your ass. <laughs> Good. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.